Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and simple to build your own professional website and online shop. For a free trial and 10% off, visit Squarespace.com and enter the offer code RAMBLE at the checkout. A better web starts with your website. Live it like you love it, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus and Jim's here. Hello. Luke's here. Yo. Petey. Right. Yes, hello. All right, geezers? Yeah. Everybody good? Everybody feeling sexy? Well, so am I. Uh, it is the Football Ramble. Now, the Football Association in Amman in the Middle East have banned unusual haircuts. And about time. To improve the game's ethics. Of course. Yes. We'd be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> if you could impose an unnecessary ban in the game... What would it be, Jim? What would it be? Um, well, I would ban teams in the relegation zone. Yes, in across the leagues from wearing a kit. They would have to turn up in their underwear. They'd still be allowed to wear boots, obviously, and, and shinies, but they'd have to play in their underwear, like when you forgot on your PE kit. Would it be done on the table as it stands? <laughs> as it stands. So, no, no, oh no, it would be for each game. Otherwise, if it's as it stands, if yeah, the other team be... scored a goal in another game, you get to put back on. Yeah. Actually, oh, no, no, that's, that's, an good... that's an interesting mm, that's proposition, good. I think. Yeah, I think flavor. I'd go with that, yeah. yeah. Um, and I just think it'd be a motivator, wouldn't it? The, the point of having to do, your P- do PE in your, uh, yeah. you know, in your, in your Grundies was, um, <laughs> some was so that would you wouldn't it, forget you. it again. Some players would love it, though. Some players would love it. I think the majority of them wouldn't. So you think that's fair. Imagine in the winter. Exactly. Are you thinking <clears throat> pants, shin pads, no socks, and boots, and that's it? Yeah, no, you, no, got, you can have no, socks. No, you've got to have socks. Yeah, the pants, they're going to get the, blisters the pants otherwise. Would be those Lauren, Le, Lauren Robert kind of Y front grey grey sort of things. Why do you know okay. about Lauren Robert's pants? Because yeah, yeah, he got his pants out. Yeah, yeah. His last game well, for Newcastle. I tell you, Marco Vucinic when he was playing up front oh, for yeah. Roma, he had a, a really sort of basic pair of pants on. As yeah, well, did he you expect whip- a little bit more, don't you? Yeah. Did he not whip his shorts off a couple of times yeah. in celebration? Celebrating goals and stuff. Yeah, filthy. Quite a talent that. Yeah. What, scoring goals? The thing well, is, scoring goals and also <laughs> whipping off your kecks afterwards. The thing is, though, Jim, <laughs> I had to do it quickly. Taking your shorts off, yeah. That's exactly what well, I was about dignified. to say. Taking your shorts off as part of a celebration is almost a little bit of a no-no <laughs> purely because it slows it down so much. Mm. And the studs get caught in the shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're almost suddenly, you're gonna be, if you're not careful, you're going to fall Consider over. You've just scored a goal for a professional football club and yet you look like a tit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's Con- I mean, some way to go. Either consider using those stripper Velcro pants yes. or, yeah. or uh, carry a Stanley knife. Yeah. Uh, the first one yeah, <laughs> would be my okay. immediate choice. Yeah, because yeah. if you understand that, you could do like kind of WWE blood injuries. Didn't you, you go, didn't you, Pete, didn't you, I'm surprised you're talking about Stanley Knife so frivolously because didn't your dad famously cut himself in front of you with a Stanley Knife and bleed all over you? Yeah, fa- famously that sounds like a cry for help. He was uh, actually <laughs> he was putting together some lino. Yeah, yeah, and the and it's, yeah, it's like arterial blood was the phrase you used. Yes, mm. yeah. it was very dark. Yeah, almost, it. almost blue, yeah. a blue hue. Yeah, no horrible. Idea, it? It's grim up north. So definitely, it? definitely, it's the, deoxygenated uh... up north. <laughs> 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 definitely the Velcro shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, well, excellent start, Jim. Luke, what's your answer? I'm afraid mine's rather more boring. And it's I'm just gonna... a bad standing. <laughs> yeah, no, mine's two. Um, mine's two is, is a, bit, a bit of a bugbear I've, I've talked about before. Yes, which is essentially just banning all sort, all types of music in the ground. Mm. So, any music. Essentially, any atmosphere or any song or any noise must be um, crowd produced generated. by the fans and the crowd and them only. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I know that there are some grounds. I've been to away games like North in the past because cause traditionally I went to Fratton Park, obviously, most weeks, and the music there's awful, genuinely awful. There's never a decent song, but the only decent song they play is the, is the Mike Oldfield tune because that's about Portsmouth, and that's as good as it gets, really. And so you're scraping the barrel a little bit. 
Uh, I've got no beef with Mike Oldfield, but I'm just saying that there's a lot of And here's not the time to start beefing. No, yeah, we've got yeah. not, not uh, the time. But I know that some northern grounds, especially around Manchester and stuff like that, they do play good music. I understand that. But for me, it specifically comes down to the fact that the atmosphere should be generated by the people. And they're the best to do it as well. Mm. And then if you extrapolate that across uh, when goals are scored, Goal they're, music. They're, they're, mm. essentially, they're essentially undermining and ruining the best part of going to a football game, yeah. which is the roar of a crowd when a goal yeah. is scored. Drowning out the crowd. It's so presumptuous, isn't it? I don't know who thought it was a good idea and why people didn't. <laughs> but it's it, always a terrible... It's it, always DJ Otzi, Hey Baby, as well. <laughs> would, it, would it be... Um, Fratelli's is a big one. <laughs> really annoying. Tom yeah. 2 by Blur was another one. Yeah, that's yeah. poor. You don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. I, was it, would it have been copied... I don't want to blame... American sports, but uh, but I think they're Possibly. to blame. Are you allowed to? Uh, I mean, do the um, does the DJ up in the clouds decide when to play that goal music? I'm presumably obviously after a goal. But what if you're like six nil down? Yeah, he's prob- probably don't bother with yeah, that. Probably won't There's do it no instance where it was. It, no, it's, it's never. Do, might, maybe it depends on the song though. What if like you were watching a really boring game? And then someone scored, and like Orinoco Flow came on. <laughs> that would be so strange. It would surely at least be enjoyable. I think that's a great tune. The amount of times yeah. Jim brings up Orinoco, Orinoco Floor, it's it just me. me, mate. It's not enough. <laughs> yeah, not thanks. Enough. I uh, value your support, Luke. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember when Newcastle um, went up from the Championship mm. back to the Premier League a few years ago? And they were, I think it was a Plymouth. And Plymouth got relegated. Mm-hmm. I remember this. And Newcastle went up. And the Plymouth DJs, obviously the most charitable man in the world, he played We Are the Champions or something My like that. My God. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Incredible lack of fun. <laughs> Bef- another shocking moment was before the Champions League final at Wembley, <laughs> Manchester United versus Barcelona, um, just before kick-off. I mean, you know, three of us have been to a Champions League final in this, yeah. uh, in this room. <laughs> and, and it is in- in- incredible. I've been but- to a Champions League final. Oh, yeah, of course yeah, you're with you, you moron. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm very uh, grateful. <laughs> I met at Wembley. Yeah. Oh, I was so drunk, Jim. Yeah. Um, uh, but... <laughs> No, you're absolutely. Well, we all know what it's like. It's incredible, and to have um, uh, that Black Eyed Peas song, I've I got, got a feeling. Feel. Oh yeah. God, yeah. Just before kickoff, yeah. Have to sap yeah. the joy. Out there's of nothing. Of there's nothing that can be said other than it's just absolutely unacceptable. <laughs> That's all you can say about that. Yeah, yeah. it's a dis- in the words so, of Didier Drogba. It's a disgrace. I yeah. think. Um, I agree with you, Luke, and I think to herald this, the England band should be fired into the sun. Not needed. Not neither, are they? As the great Roger Waters once said, set the controls for the heart of the sun. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually don't mind England bands so much, but I've never sat near them. We 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 um we no, danced we, we, near yeah, them, we danced near we? them at the After end of the, Sweden. Um, yeah. In Ukraine, oh, that's true. We went down there. You, and I was—I thought I was drunk on um, non-alcoholic lager. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting well into it. Come on, lads! Yeah. You're just high on life, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Placebo. So mine is music. Music. Yeah, Pete, yeah. what you got? Um, I would call for a, a ban, an unnecessary ban on ban showers only. It's the French word for for bath. Ah, oh, okay. So but have they not already? It is always showers now. No baths. No, anymore. you have individual uh, no, baths. It's individual baths. There is at Reading. I, I was at I was at Reading's ground. Oh, yeah, so you were. Just try to think of it when I played at Wembley. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think you might be right. Yeah, I think you might there be is, right. I've been in the changing yeah. rooms at Wembley. Yeah. yeah, I played at Wembley as well. So well done. Won a penalty. Didn't didn't just, take it. It's just six aside, wasn't it? No, it was elevens. Oh, was, was it? 11s. Okay. Yeah, yeah so, mine, mine was a full game as well. I, I probably probably put. Hey, it Marcus, do you want to move this on? Yeah, you... Should we do a supplementary shot? <laughs> <laughs> about when we went to Wembley. Did you have to do the line out? Did you have to do the line out where they played the music? Yeah, they played the music, yeah. It's a bit embarrassing. And Alan Shearer was in the tunnel as well when we did. Ah, yeah, it's amazing. He lives there. He's got a, yeah, he's got a little yeah. tent. Yeah. Did you like Rome when we went there? <laughs> I did enjoy it. Very um, Pete, sorry, that was very indulgent. So you're sorry. saying bans on uh, yeah, ban on baths? Yeah, bans on baths. No baths, kids. Yeah, it's a, it's a risk for Verukas. <laughs> I'm just trying to think out loud at the time it comes when we actually exclude him from the opening question. Yeah. I don't think it's far away. <laughs> no. You he's, he's not happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> For some it's reason, very rarely you see Pete shot. genuinely offended, but here yeah, it is. Offended, uh, but especially due to Luke. It's the way he looked around trying to think of something to say. <laughs> I'm genuinely flabbergasted. Luke's performances in this game have been moribund not at even best. A game. The not last even two, a game. the last two. <laughs> to be fair, is a good answer. God, don't bring up the game. Your band. He didn't have one five seconds before we started recording. I know that. Oi, oh. he turned up when the whistle went. <laughs> To be fair, though, Marcus, you did give him his answer. Let's yeah. not. He uh, turned up when the whistle went. Let's not give two, the secrets two words, of the show away. Two words to Pete saying yeah. that. <laughs> Stitch up. <laughs> yeah. I've got a reputation here. That's out of order. <laughs> What's your answer, Marcus? Um, I uh, would. 
I've, I've been, uh, the, the last handful of games I've been to, the only player to have worn black boots was Matthew Flamini. Everyone's yeah, got he these does, doesn't he? I noticed that the weekend. Yeah, yeah, he's the only one. Everyone else has got these multicoloured things and, and whatnot. And, and that's fine. I don't, I'd like a colourful boot. But even <laughs> the keepers have got them. And I think a quota of three players on your team need to be wearing mm. and, and at you're, least three. If you do step overs. Need to be wearing the black boots. That would boots. sort of bring back the, uh, the days of the flash git, which have kind of gone now because so many mm. players are so flash well, in the way they w- look and the boots they wear. Yeah. I reckon the next so boot is going to have little compartments where you can hold glitter. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be brilliant. Every time you sh- every time you hit it at a certain sort of strength, glitter would just explode out of your feet. It'd be amazing. <laughs> I'd actually really like that. I yeah. would. Mm. Um, I, like, I like the idea of that. Yeah, I think glad I brought it to the table. I, think- I, I was, th- you know, you know, you mentioned about the, the said about the glitter thing. I actually did think a while back, and I forgot to say it on the show that you know you see those cars now where different angles they look diff- like a different colour. Yeah. I was wondering, right. all the stuff that's going on with football boots, that they're doing so much stuff, then they're obviously run out of ideas what to do with it. Mm. I was wondering how long it would be before they had that sort of colour thing where they look a different colour depending on where you are and stuff. I reckon that'll be the next step. Like and then, it'll be, and then it'll be glitter. Do you yeah. remember that story from a couple of years ago where the um, the problem, it was to solve the problem of the ball crossing the line or not crossing the line, where someone was developing a ball that would change colour if it had crossed oh, the yeah, line? that's right, yeah. I wonder what oh, happened God. to that. It, it got chucked out. <laughs> it's a great it idea. It didn't work, Jim. Yeah. He tried and it, it was, failed. It was too hard. Yeah. The technology doesn't exist. Exactly. Uh, Jim's got the points. Cool. Well done, Jim. Well, well, let's move on Slim to, to proper football. And day, you're always going to win when me and Pete start fighting amongst ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Sunday, it's a Sunday yeah. league rule. That's my favourite ever Sunday league show. Come on, those are arguing amongst themselves, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that just makes you more annoyed. It's really effective. I got. I, I must admit, I got really angry at the uh, play 11 side of a weekend. I hate to bring this in so early, but um, the goalkeeper, I was off for the first half, and I was just kind of standing near the opposition goal, and the goalkeeper told me to get away from the, the posts because... Uh, he thought I was going to steal something out of his bag. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Excellent character. Like, and I was like, he said, are you playing he... for? I said, I'm playing against you. You're going to see me, hopefully, at half-time. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to see me in the second half, and I have to warn you, sir, I am quite the player. <laughs> <laughs> I am dog toss. First, uh, I don't touch, need first to... touch of the ball, lot assist, so thank you. I don't need to steal anything from your bag because I am making shitloads out of football. <laughs> 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 How um, dare he? Let's talk about the Premier League, eh? Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the the relegation running is uh, is getting tasty because Cardiff they lost three nil at home to Crystal Palace. Palace, mm. Palace seven line. I'm they, loving it. They, they're seven points above the drop zone now. <laughs> what a job uh, Tony Pulis has done there. Yeah. Indeed, yeah. yeah. I mean, what I loved about this before the bald eagle has got them soaring. Yes. You might say has got the eagle <laughs> soaring. Uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. God bless that man. He urged Wilfried Zaha to celebrate if he scored against his own. No, he actually said when he scored. Oh, did he? Did mm. he? Oh, dear. Mm. Oh, very yeah. presumptuous. When you Indeed. score, celebrate against your old team. Thus but I un- like that, though. Thus undermining the golden rule of football, namely that strikers will always score against their old teams. Yeah. That hex was broken by Solskjaer's presumptuous. Yeah, uh-huh. forever. Yes. That will never happen <laughs> again now. No, exactly. Yeah, indeed. Punchin scored too. What about the second Punchin? Yeah. Mm. I had a lot of fun watching it. I tell you, <laughs> he was the different. He was the real difference. I mean, I'm not, mm. he's not, he wasn't hashtag the difference. That's yeah, David no, Nugent. No, but he course. was the difference between the sides. And it was interesting what Tony Pula said where he... Um, he really was at pains to say how much he was happy with Palace's organisation, how they, you know, because obviously they've not been that great away from home this yep. season, and they did do the basic things very well. And you could hear Pulis shouting off from the sidelines, couldn't you? Yeah. Saying, um, "Don't be afraid to pass it simple. Don't get bored of playing it easy." All this other stuff. And um, the difference was that Punchin scored a couple of goals and, and, and named me that absolutely superb goal to, to seal it. Yeah. Um, Joe Lelly didn't celebrate against his old team, which is a bit annoying. Well, that, I don't. It's not so much the, the lack of celebration because that's b- between him and, and the, the. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, it's his hometown club. That's fair yeah, enough. But it's the apology. Yeah, right. That's yeah. what I don't like. Yeah. It's so and contrived. And the expectation that it's going to happen every week. Yeah. It's just the last few weeks, it's just been every week some. Somebody's been a bit silly and it's just getting a little bit... Really grinds my gears, Marcus, to be honest. Yeah, but we've talked about that but a number of times. Cardiff are in real trouble now. I mean, they've only won one of their last nine games, I think, and that was against Fulham, wasn't it? Mm. Well, Fulham looked doomed, but they showed something at the weekend. The, th- the thing is, is that, um, of course, Sunderland have got those games in hand, which don't actually mean anything. You can't over-rely on them as a Sunderland absolutely final player not. because they don't mean anything if you don't win games. They mean a lot more for City than they do for Sunderland. Indeed, absolutely. Well, well Sunderland's next uh, next few games, Spurs away, Everton home, Man City away, Chelsea away. Yes, That's as not. bad as Norwich is, really. Yeah, <laughs> it really they've, is. they've still got to go away to Manchester United as well. Um, yeah. I was just, just going to say, there's a, there's a five-point gap now between the bottom three and, and fourth bottom, which yes. is Norwich. 
Um, of course, Norwich got a very hard, hard run, as you touched on, but I mean, it looks to me like a gap's being opened up. And it, I think if Fulham hadn't have won that game against Aston Villa, yeah. that was curtains. I, I do. Mm-hmm. Do you know what though? I think Fulham might might do. They've might got do Norwich. Well, they they got Norwich next well, week, well, they? well, Norwich, of course, have lost Chris Hewton. Yeah. And uh, and Fulham, they've got they've got Norwich at home, Spurs away, then Hull at home, Stoke away, Palace at home. So there's a few winnable games. Do you there. also remember the final day of the 2004-2005 season, mm. where um, Norwich needed to win at Fulham to stay up, yeah. and they got absolutely pumped six, six nil, nil oh, yeah. Yeah. and sent down. And that is and and uh, the game they've got against Fulham is essentially yes. what you would argue their only winnable game left. Yeah, because Norwich have got um, you've got Fulham away, Liverpool home, Man United away, Chelsea away, Arsenal home. That yeah. Norwich have to win that game. I mean, Fulham have to win it as well. I mean, it'll be it's, it'll be an intriguing fixture. But Fulham, a, a re- really good win away to, uh, to Villa. Magat seems to have actually got a team that that look as though mm. they're a, there's a slight cohesion going yeah. on there. I thought some He's of detox them basically, isn't it? It's yeah. funny how it goes in in, in bits and pieces because I thought a while back. Uh, I probably said it on the show. I thought Sunderland were showing something. I thought yeah. they weren't necessarily getting results, but they were showing something. They were playing for the manager mm. around yeah. that time when Adam Johnson went for that really nice yeah. bit of form. Mm. And now I think you're right about Fulham. They're but showing a bit, but Sunderland are showing nothing. Well, Sunderland, you, you know, you lose at home to West Ham, and um, I mean West Ham have, have shown a few um, good performances of late, or, or certainly good results. But, but winning away against a better side like, like Fulham did, you looked at those Fulham players. They were actually they, they attacked with a bit of flair, mm. and, and Holby was certainly playing well. And De Jaggers, um, he scored against Newcastle when looking quite quite likely. Yeah. And I mean Richardson scored a brilliant goal, didn't he? Mm-hmm. And then obviously Grant Holt equalised. And then when Roddy Ager scored the, the second, the celebrations <laughs> and the way that team the the, the um, the uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? The, the, the sort of I don't know the aura around them or whatever. Yeah. The, 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 the kind of feel um, in that squad is very much on the up. Yeah, and a team who look as though they're well, up you think for they're it. They're buying into Megat's methods and stuff. Well, and, I, I don't know what they're he's doing. He's using a lot of players, though, isn't he? He's changing. Yeah, it, it is a, a small army. Yeah, well, they've, they've, got, used, they've got depth and depth. As they <laughs> said on Match of the Day, they've used 38 players this season, which I think is a Premier League record. Wow. But but Fulham, you know, they've got a few winnable games and. To have won that game away to Villa gives them such confidence. They're at home to Norwich. Norwich lost their manager. They lost at home to West Brom. If Fulham win that, they're what two points. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. you know, but I, I loved uh, when when Fulham scored the second. Lewis Holtby, bearing in mind he's a loanee, mm. six months loanee, he's only been there a couple of months, booked for uh, over celebrating. Yeah. That brilliant. is passion, ladies yeah. and think, gentlemen. Do you get something to do with the fact that, that he's brilliant? He, isn't it? He, he should have scored that goal to clear off a line, which is brilliant defending. Yeah, that was the best goal on clearance I've ever seen. Yeah, but he should have buried it, shouldn't he? He should have mm. done. Yeah. And it's funny because I saw a couple of. A couple Imagine of, if they hadn't won that millimetre. Yeah, I know. Oh. <laughs> Literally like a millimetre or yeah, two away. Yeah, yeah it's um, the closest call we've seen yet with the technology. A couple mm. of old school journalists who were against technology. I'm not, I'm not having a go at people that are against technology because I've got a few issues on that myself. But they were saying that a couple of millimetres. were taken on Twitter, take, taken to Twitter to go, well, I'm sorry, but that was a goal. <laughs> it, it literally wasn't. wasn't a goal. You can see <laughs> how it's not. Yeah, yeah. The ball hadn't changed colour. Colour, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what they mean is, I would have preferred that to be a goal. <laughs> Defer to my experience. The, pro- the problem is that with Fulham, though, is that they've got a hugely negative um, goal difference compared to the other teams around them. Yeah, so that's like an extra point, yeah. isn't it? I mean, I suppose Cardiff are, Cardiff are getting there. But, but it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Might, not be, might not be that many games for Carlos. But I, I, to get, I know to you're probably going to come on to the second of the in, the in a minute, but I was just going to say, at this time of the that season... That makes it sound like his house was robbed by Vikings. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, well you never know, it might well, have done. Yeah. Um, but um, Cardiff, I mean, essentially losing 3-0 at home to a relegation rival... Yeah. Is, mm. you, you, te- I mean, there's a bit of football to be played yet, but you're tempted to say the writer's on the wall there, really. Mm. I mean, mm. I, I don't really see how they're going to bounce back from that. Well, th- well, this is what I mean, you know, that this is why I think Fulham actually could do something. Cardiff are just looking very dejected. Um, and, uh, I well, mean... Sorry? I, I, say, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think... I think really the only game that Cardiff have got left where you could say they're going to definitely do something... Is um, is Stoke at home? Well, Sunderland away. So if some of the way are going to be fighting for their lives. Newcastle as well. away. Yeah, very. Yeah. They, they, yeah. Well, Newcastle away. But they, may not t- they might not turn up. <laughs> Let's wait and see if they rock up. Could get three nil. Yeah. Is it just yeah. a three nil? Well, usually it's four. So we'll <laughs> take it. Just, just put some training cards out. Yeah, yeah. Right, I've left the keys under the mat. <laughs> It's like Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a Can note you just on the door. I'm sorry, but you guys will have to get changed in your kits and go on the pitch if you want the point. Yeah, we, okay. would, <laughs> we would appreciate it if you left the stadium as you found. <laughs> Wash up the cops. 
So one, one of the other things with Fulham as well, that newfound togetherness, do you think this is a result of them just getting rid of their luxury players, just loaning them all out, making well, th- them someone think, else's problem? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I, 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 Metroglou's got to be sort of wondering what on earth's there? gone on. Mm. 11.5 million, and he's not getting a look in. But well, he's McGa- unfit, apparently, is the reason for that. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. You've well, got, so, right. you got to be some sort of bionic man, though. I was going to say, yeah. true, yeah. if you're unfit with, with if Felix McGat said that, then yeah. you could very well be yeah. fit. I mean, he might have replaced the team with actual bionic men. No, you just flayed the skin off of all the players and the them to robots. I saw McGat at the Brighton Marathon at the finish line on Sunday going, yeah. you're unfit, you're unfit, you're unfit, you're unfit. <laughs> again, again. <laughs> no, we'll do the 26 miles again until you get it right. <laughs> Excellent. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but yeah, Norwich, uh, of course, we lost at home to, to West Brom. Terrible result. Amalfitano with another nice goal. Yeah, he, he showed uh, really good form early in the season, and then mm. I think he may have got an injury. I'm not quite sure. He scored he, that wonderful sat- goal at Old Trafford. I'm not sure if it was started by an injury, but he certainly was shuffled out the side for a, for okay. a wee while. And then he scored the, the the previous week. Scored that lovely lob. Yeah, mm. um, but yeah. yeah, they're not safe by any means. They've got a game in hand, but I mean, they're still they're the, they're, the, they're the five points off relegation as well, same as Norwich. Yeah, but that is a fantastic result for mm. West Brom. Mm. Um, so I, I think they'll I think they'll be okay. Um, but it, it was interesting from. from from, um, uh, from what the manager, Pepe Mel, was saying. Uh, Trevor uh, Sinclair... Sorry, Scott Sinclair. Yeah. Very strange <laughs> Trevor Sinclair was involved. Yeah, uh, Scott Sinclair, he said he, he didn't play because uh, the players, as he said, who were here were the best for the game. I choose the best players. We need players with a positive attitude and a strong attitude. And you think... What's he done? You think Scott Sinclair, obviously he's Manchester City, he's, he's gone back... Um, on, on, on loan to, to West Brom, we're not gone back there. He's, he's gone there, and you just you worry for a young player. Is he just going to go off into the wilderness? Sinclair, he's, he's, well, 20, any, what, he's like twenty five. Well, yeah. any any player that showed a bit of promise and, and mm. is clearly mm. talented. Yeah, well, well, it's, think, it's the risky take when you sign for a big club, um, where you know it's going to be a real stretch for you to get in the team. The same yeah. happened to Adam Johnson at City. The same happened to Scott Parker at Chelsea a long time ago. He had to really fight to Adam Johnson his played a little, bit. Yeah, but a little bit, yeah, but not to a point where he established himself as a regular. I'll tell and you, I'll it's, tell you it's, it's a risky take, isn't it? Absolutely. And, and to, to expand on that a little bit, Scott Sinclair's a wide player. You know, if you're if you're a, if you're a winger. Mm. And you've got a manager like Pepe Mel, who's very um, forensic about players and what, you, what job he wants them to do. Yeah. A lot of the time, you'll find wide players will suffer for that. Yeah, because you, you know, do you want a wide player like that, or do you want a wide player who, who? I'm not suggesting that Scott Sinclair shirks his work or anything, but he may just want to keep it. To, the same reason that sometimes Roy Hodgson likes using James Milner. Do you yeah. know what I mean, the sim- mm. similar situation because you're going to away to Norwich, you, you, you really want to get a point or to, at least mm. there because you're playing against a relegation rival. Maybe he wants to keep it tight. And, and I, I do also think it's a Certain situation where he's not speaking in his first language, or it's being translated, yeah. or or it's not coming through properly. He probably me and he, sure. he he hasn't got any beef with Scott Sinclair. He probably just thought I've got better players for this particular set of uh, tactics. You know, mm. they had beef with his prerogative. Yeah. yeah, they had beef with Nicholas and Elka. He signed for Atletico Mineiro by the way. Elka in Brazil, teaming up with Ronaldinho. Right, now you're talking. Let's nice. let's drink. Well, Ronaldinho. Would. Let's drink is what, is what well, Ronaldinho okay. would say, yeah. and then Nelka would say no. <laughs> and and then <laughs> Ronaldinho would have one for him, yeah. <laughs> and then they would both go, "I'm full of money." Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the Chris Hutton thing, it's funny when um, you can get a sort of fairly good uh, idea of what people are thinking from. I think from people who tweet, tweet us who are fans of the particular club involved mm-hmm. and the overwhelming consensus from Norwich fans to, yeah, well, I saw, yeah. seemed to be that they'd waited far too long to fire Houston yeah. mm-hmm. which, which I'm, not, I'm not disputing <coughs> but it's I find a strange it, time to do it yeah I find it interesting in, in the current environment which the, the sort of um, accepted wisdom seems to be that managers don't get enough time and then, but these Norwich fans that I saw were saying, "Well, we've waited way too long." I, mm. I think I think I read that Hutton's won nineteen out of seventy-one games or something. Yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing special, you know. <clears> which is a shame because he seems like a lovely chap. But I mean, being a lovely chap isn't going to keep you in the Premier League. No. Last but, seven uh, matches, uh, they looked at like Pardew's record compared to Hutton's, and it's identical except I think um, Norwich have scored more goals. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> and, and Hewton's nicer. <laughs> yeah, and Hewton's. yeah, at least he's got that on his side. Well, the only yeah. go- the only result I can think of them winning recently was when they beat Sunderland. Yeah. They had mm. a, good, a pretty eye catching result at home to City a while. But back, he, they're they? given, it's the youth team uh, manager, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It smacks of a sort of uh, a, a delayed non decision rather than a decision itself. If, yeah. I, if you one, know what I mean, just sort of dithering match, over really. getting rid of Hewton for too long until well, 
you've, they almost have to now, just to try and freshen it up in some way. What I did enjoy in the Norwich game was the very retro, uh, nostalgic feel I got when I saw Johan Elmander absolutely shin one over the bar. <laughs> he used to do that for Bolton week in, week out. They have struggled for goals Norwich in a big way, haven't they? Mm. I, I think they're, other than Palace, are their lowest scorers in the league. They've got 26 goals this season. Van Rulsfinkel's not been the player they've that's, that's been the biggest disappointment for their season, hasn't it? I think he's, <laughs> he scored on his debut and he's not scored since. Is that no. right? I know he's been out injured, but not, you know, not to the point where that stat becomes it's, unfair. It's just really struggling <laughs> to set, isn't it? I, I think Gary Hooper's a good striker, but it's maybe not the best environment for him. I was going to say that um, obviously none of us know what's going on behind the scenes at Norwich, but does it not smack of a huge gamble to put the under 18s coach in? Well, it's strange, isn't it? As you say, you, you've come thus far. He's the guy I had the row with um, Glenn Roder back in the day. Oh, is that right? And um, I read, I read um, earlier that. There's talk, I, mean, I don't know if this is true, but there's talk that he's been given the job partly because he was always Delia Smith's favourite player. Wow. <laughs> and it's like, that is a gamble with your Premier League future. I mean, I'm sure mm. there are other reasons as well, but I mean, God. Yeah, dear, I do. Uh, is, is, is the under-18s coach going to have the respect of all the players that they've got at the club? You know, is he gonna, I mean, maybe they're just hoping for a bump because I think they, they need to win yeah, that full if, game. If those, pla- if those players are sort of disrespecting anyone who's coming in to try and save them at this point, then there's a problem there straight away. They've all got to pull together, haven't they? They can't but definitely. But these, about. Sort of, but these sort of bumps that you get when a new manager comes in, it's not a new manager. These, these guys have yeah. worked with the same guy. Yeah. Yep. And also, certainly when they're a little bit younger, I don't know. I just, yeah. but, they, but that bump doesn't one always match. happen They've as got well. one match. It is one it. match. Can I just put this out there as, as a potential theory Di Canio Pete's, the Pete says one match I think he's absolutely right I think if Norwich win that game against Fulham mm. right and Car- we, we wouldn't I don't know if you'd expect Cardiff to win I mean they're playing Southampton away so it, I, I would presume and Southampton haven't shown anything like they're, they're giving up no, at the end mm, of the season no. so if we assume that Cardiff aren't going to win <clears throat> if Norwich win that game against Fulham you could make a reasonable argument that they might be safe yeah. mm. because they'll be yeah. probably at, they'll be about eight points clear well, that's why four think- games left and those teams are down there because they don't win totally yeah, yeah. I think that's why it's it's perhaps the most intriguing fixture of mm. uh, uh, of all the teams down there next weekend, uh, because if Fulham win, I think Fulham will stay up. Could well stay up. Mm. Well, I mean, mathematically, of course they can. They'll have the momentum, back to back wins. But they'll have the momentum, mm. and they've got a, a, a couple of winnable games. Yes, Fulham could could play Hull Stoke. Spurs away. That's a doozy. Sherwood, <laughs> gonna, I don't know what Sherwood's going to be playing like. Actual animals in the team. He's off the hook. He's the more happy. Yeah, the yeah. more happy. Just a cockerel. Yeah, it'd yeah. just be a cockerel well, perched on the ball. It's, that's what it's on the badge. Look, it's on the, it's on the badge. What are you moaning about? It's got to the point where Sherwood's first. It's what you want, isn't it? Where I'm annoyed that we're recording on a Monday night, where I know that he's going to say something in the press conference. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So uh, well. Extraordinary stuff. Hull beat Swansea one nil, and Hull uh, are looking like they saved nine points above the relegation. Mm. Swansea only six, but mm, probably they, they, sh- they look like the sort of thing Swansea should be okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So they should be fine. Um, Boyd scored for Hull. I quite like Boyd's look. Slight piratey feel. I think he plucks his eyebrows. Do you think? Yeah. And I'm not casting aspersion on his character for doing that, but I think he does. I'd like I think to he's know. a threader. Yeah, I think he might be actually. Yeah, yeah. you can get you can get that done in Hammersmith uh, Hammersmith Station. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, I walk past it every day. In yeah. West London? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve Bruce said after Tell the, the game... Not everyone lives in London. No, sorry. They fancy coming down, haven't it, done? <laughs> it's a long way to go. <laughs> or up. I've heard the service is very good, yeah. <laughs> or, or long. They sometimes do it. might be in Central Europe. Yeah. They're in Superdrug as well, do Yeah, they? but like okay. in front of everyone who's shopping, it's really weird. Yeah. I don't want to say oh, that. Oh, yeah, in, in, the, in the Hammersmith... Um, st- uh, those of you who aren't okay with Hammersmith, <laughs> it's also a shopping centre. It's a big threading complex. It's in the middle of the shopping centre, Pete. Everyone can see you. I know the one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just go along, what are you doing? Anyway, so I saw George Boyd in there. <laughs> full hole kit. <laughs> well, he comes down for it. Yeah. yeah. No, they're playing Fulham. <laughs> oh, OK. Yeah. Well, no, it's in a few weeks' time, actually. Yeah. Do you see the independent... There's an independent um, uh, survey company that did a survey on... Uh, I think it was, all, it was open to every single um, season ticket holder for Hull, and apparently more... something like It was something like 50-50 people who wanted to be renamed and people who didn't. I'm going to call foul on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of abstain, abstaining, but yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm not f- having that. It's, it's mm. almost that's one of those things where you go, um, or you listen to like a BBC Vox Pops on the radio or something, mm. and you know they have to be balanced, but you know for some issues they just cannot find anyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know they're going to get hammered by the BBC truck, and that'll be one of them. <laughs> just find anyone who wants to be read yeah, that You've you got a love and news bulletin when you can't <laughs> find anyone, and there was that was very evident when um, Michael Jackson died, which was obviously sad, but yeah. when they pulled out Yuri Geller, yeah. and they were asking him, and then someone turned around and went, You haven't. Seen him for seven or eight years, though, have you? Well, no, but in the time I did know him, and it's like, oh, just get off the telly. <laughs> yeah, go away, go Yuri. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the only TV I get. Go away <laughs> and stay away now. We've had enough. 
Has he been at Craven Cottage recently or not? Well, Geller? Yeah. I don't know. No, he was big at Exeter City for a while, wasn't he? Oh, he, he took Jackson down to Exeter City, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. My goodness. Um, let's, go, let's go to uh, <laughs> nearer the top of the table. Can uh, I just point out that okay. after the uh, the whole Swansea game, okay. Steve Bruce described it as a big win against a team that's in and around us. <laughs> Good. What happened it's before just, that game? It's just bizarre, yeah. isn't it? It's not the last time on the show we're going to hear that cliche. It's a new one, though, isn't coming it? in. <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't um, uh, somebody known to Steve Bruce Mask? They were very popular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. They were. That was odd, wasn't it? Very strange. Yeah. It was Steve Bruce Mask? Yeah. They were selling oh, in, the the clubs, in, the clubs, in the club shop. I they were selling that. Thank goodness. They were selling official Steve Bruce fierce merchandise. He he has a particularly strange face for a mask. It turns out it was a more cub- <laughs> it's like a more cuddly V for Vendetta. Yeah, <laughs> you know the mask you get where it, it can, you can you pull it right over your face. The, the ones that look quite real. Yeah, I think mm. a Steve Bruce one of them would be really good. Yeah, because he looks sort of quite well, rubbery, Steve quite Bruce lumpy. Wears, Steve yeah. Bruce wears one. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah, I've said it, I've said it before. I just draw a face on a fucking pillow. Yeah, <laughs> harsh. Oh, mm. I wish everyone could be as good looking as all of us. I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, so I told that keeper. Yeah. Don't don't need your stuff. Yeah. Ever, good looking. Everton three, <laughs> Arsenal nil. Jim Campbell. Mm. Everton now one point behind Arsenal with it with a game in, game hand. in hand. Yes. Uh, they have a tougher run in, but um, do. I am very worried at the lack of um enthusiasm, energy and seeming belief in the in the team. Do you know what's extraordinary is that uh, if you you know, I, 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 let's just be a little bit presumptuous and slightly naughty. Think that Arsenal will win the FA Cup, okay? If you said a trophy and fourth spot at the end of the season, that's that's not too, that's all right. Considering Manchester United and, and yeah. uh, Manchester City, sorry, and Chelsea are so strong, they've spent a lot of money, and obviously Liverpool have had a fantastic season. But if if Arsenal actually finished fifth, even if they won the FA Cup, that would overshadow them winning a trophy. I, I don't know. Do well, think- maybe yeah. Given that you know this. You know, it's been 16 years or however long that Wenger's <coughs> qualified for the Champions League um, it, it successful, uh, successively. But, yeah, I think maybe it would. I don't know. But all, what all, of, all of these pressures, I think, are, are telling on the squad. And they look like a team who've just forgotten how to play their own game. They look confused. Like there aren't any tactics. Um, there's no plan. And it almost looks to me, and this worries me, like they... Like they're assuming that they've won the FA Cup already and yeah. are sort of taking it easy. They're a team that are willing to accept defeat, yeah. and that's the thing that worries me the most. Once they, you know, went two 0 down, you know, they tried a lot harder in the second half, but still, like there wasn't enough fight to, to even attempt to get back in the game. I mean, you've got to have a real fighting spirit. You've got to come from goals behind if you if you're going to fight for the top positions in the league. And this team is just not doing that. And Mon- Monreal was terrible. Yeah, oh, yeah. I thought Lukaku was kind of drifting in from the right a little bit, and he just didn't know what to do. With him. Well, him, right. him, him and Van Mar- I have no understanding. I yeah. sat in this very chair last week and said, "There's no way Arsenal will win at Everton." You, you can Everton are a good team. Yeah. They're a good team at home, especially. Mm. It took them ages to lose a game this season. I think they've only lost one at home all, all year, and that was a sort of blip. Sunderland uh, against Sunderland. Yeah. And and Jim's absolutely right in what he says. It doesn't seem to be for me. I, I often look to the best teams and and, and think. They are a reflection on their manager. Yeah. They're their manager's ideas and stuff, of course they are. But the way the manager acts, you can see the players doing that as well. Everton are a really good team, and, and mm. especially at home. They've lost, mm. they've lost one at home all season. It took them ages to lose a game this season. They had, they had quite a few draws, if I remember, but they only lost one at home. And I think that was a sort of blip against Sunderland, which yeah. was the game they never should have lost. Um, <clears throat> and I think that's who Everton play next, actually. But um, I, also, I, I sat in this chair last week and I, and I said, there's no way Arsenal win at Everton. This is not, I, I told you so, but you can tell that they aren't going to win. Like well, it sort of is, <laughs> but it's not the point. The point is like, you can tell they're not going to win that game because they, don't, they can only win when the pressure's off. They can only win <clears throat> when there's nothing really riding on it. And so, you'd, you'd have, first of all, you'd have real um, issues and, and, and doubts about them doing the business in the semi-final next weekend. Mm. I, I think I'm really worried they about they underestimate that. Wigan, they are in trouble because Wigan are in great <laughs> And it's form. a no-win situation because they're expected to win it. Absolutely so right. even if they do win, it doesn't lift any pressure, which no. just piles more on. What expected, what's expected of them, basically. And, and you're right in what you say about Everton having a harder run, and Arsenal's run does look pretty easy. But Arsenal are in no sort of form. No. When you look into... And it's, and it's different from the relegation thing, which we just discussed, because in the relegation zone, teams just generally don't win anyway, so the form isn't really that important. At this end of the table, it's about two things in the running. It's about the games you've got and the form you're in. Mm. And Everton have got a harder running. Yes, they have, but they're in much better form. And you'd wonder whether Arsenal can really pull it out. The thing that really frustrated me watching it from Arsenal's point of view on Sunday was just how long Wenger did to, to, to yeah, do yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He, he made really late changes, didn't he? He always does. He seems yeah. to always do that. 
And the game was already done and dusted by then. Seems a sort of algorithmic way of making subs, doesn't it? Like he's pre—he's already decided before the game. Mm. Whatever happens, regardless of the situation, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. And Everton, were, and, and the game was won and lost in midfield. And, and James McCarthy, mm. who's been—he's been brilliant. Hasn't he? Yeah, I tentatively suggested that he cost a lot of money in, in the summer, which I still think he did. But every single Everton fan I spoke to about it said, "Look, this guy's been our best player this season." Yeah. And, and I and I, and I made a note when I was watching the, the coverage of the, Sky, of the Sky coverage of the game. Before and after, not one word was said about James McCarthy. Before and after the game, we didn't say anything about him. They talked mm. about Gareth Barry a bit. Talked about the sort of more showpiece players, um, but um, but I thought McCarthy was absolutely first class. And and Pete's right what he said about Lukaku. I mean, the way he scored that goal, it was just it was well, non-existent. Mm-hmm. Absolutely no understanding. Mm. Arsenal yeah. Wenger basically said that the heavy defeats away from home is where Arsenal have fallen down. And certainly, it's that he used the word charisma, which I think was quite interesting. It's like mm. that's kind like you you have to motivate that team. Yeah, yeah. There absolutely. needs to be something else when the chips are down that you, you know you're able to bring players out themselves a little bit, and they just they do look uncharismatic. They do look unpenetrative. They just look a little bit scared when they well, get. Well, on the Luke, field. Luke said it, didn't he? It's like like Wenger's team is a mirror image of him. I wonder if his contract situation is affecting the players as well because he's not signed it yet. He's waiting to see what happens. And um, I, it, it, you know, there's a lot been said about this from all over the place. But people are wondering if he wins the FA Cup and either does or doesn't finish in, in the top four. Mm. Like, is this a good time for him to go? Sure. Because this it's a team that looks like they need some fresh ideas. But the problem, the other, the other psychological thing about it is that Arsenal obviously playing the cup semi final at the weekend, mm. <clears throat> and and Everton play Sunderland. Which you'd fancy. I mean, yeah. Everton could win that game. Oh yeah. So at the end of the weekend, Everton will be in the top four. Yeah. And and it will be in the Everton's hands, not Arsenal's. Mm. We've seen Arsenal do this in the past, of course. And Arsenal have got some hugely winnable games. They definitely have. But Giroud just looks uh, like really tired. He's though. He just looks he's tired. I feel. I feel sorry for him because he, he's not. He's not had the greatest of seasons. He's still well, scored he's quite got a few nineteen goals. goals. Yeah, he's about he's to say. Start, he's I mean, the goals. first half of the season he was brilliant. He's, he's so just re- dropped off so much because he's been. He's had to play so much football. Yeah, there, there's mm. no one. There's not a realistic option instead of him. Sonogo, uh, you know, has cameoed here and there, but he was. He was. You know, the, the press were told he was injured and he was sent off to sort of build his physique up. So like, it's it's know. unfair on him to expect. Yeah, it is. It really, really bag. is. Yeah. And um, I, I just wonder what will happen in the summer like do they throw a lot of money at getting another striker in do they drastically revamp the squad because surely Arsenal can't be content with this sort of thing carrying on because this season looked so different and it's just turned out to be the same as last season in reverse. but the terrible form <laughs> yeah. came at a different time yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. but uh, Jimmy you got a, a good point on the striker though you'd have to wonder what striker Arsenal could get well, I, would, will be I think the available. obvious one would be Mandzukic yeah, but, I mean, but whether he'd come or not is a different thing but surely no disrespect to Arsenal, but especially if they don't finish in the top four this season. Well, Even if they do, are they going to get a first refusal on a player like that? Well, absolutely. If they finish outside the top four, it's a, you know, it's who knows? Yeah. It's absolutely. Anything could happen. Yeah. Or mostly things that are good won't happen, I would <laughs> yeah. imagine. Yeah. Um, but, you know, credit to Everton as well. They were absolutely superb. Seamus Colburn did an incredible bit of sort of ball juggling while running down the flank at one point, I which is one that. of the I most impressive bits of skill I've seen all season. He's had a lot As, at the start of the season and the end of last season, we were all saying, is, is Roberto Martinez perhaps a little bit overrated? And how wrong were we? I, I, I have to fully admit I thought that. Yeah, I, I wondered, as, as did I, I. People were raving about him. Mm. Absolutely raving about him. And I thought, well, okay, but he's got a team relegated here. Yeah, yeah, it's simply what's happened. So, But no, absolutely right. Lukaku ran over to him. Yeah, he loves it, absolutely. Well, someone showed a really interesting picture of, oh, that's right, of, yeah. uh, of that happening, and it showed a, a professional, sort of, a getty image, if you like, mm. of Lukaku um, jumping on Martinez and then both celebrating. Mm. And, and the tweet I saw, I forgive me, I the forget Arsenal bench it. in the background. Yeah, they said, look at the Arsenal player's face in the background, all of them smiling at it, all of them smiling at that happening because it's like a nice moment and it's like you're supposed to have your game faces yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's ridiculous I oh, yeah. wish we could do that yeah. it's ridiculous. like Ramsey Oxlade Chamberlain uh, one or two others all smiling well there's a few yeah there's a few smiles we like hugs too mm. yeah. we can would, we give us one they wouldn't, they wouldn't be able to do that wouldn't yeah. be able to do that with Big Veng no yeah. no exactly uh, yeah. you wouldn't want to Stop Borny with Wenger. Yeah. yeah, he's a bit wiry, isn't he? Yeah, but yeah. he's got a big coat on. Yeah. He's got a big coat on, Pete. Yeah, yeah. it should be okay. Right, it'd be like a hat stand in a big court. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. an excellent no, point. What about uh, Newcastle and Manchester United? Moyes' men looking good, eh? Can I yeah. just say that matter back here? Oh, nah. yeah, yeah. come on. Yeah, uh, Newcastle are bloody awful. Who cares if there were players playing against them or not? That was a great back heel. What did did Pardew say, Pete? He said... um, Shut you, know, you... (laughs) He said... He uh, he used uh, in and around at one point, and in the same paragraph slash sentence, he said uh, United were just too strong for... United. 
Yeah, yeah, he did. United he did. were just too strong for us. United, yeah. uh, you, you realise you are the manager of a United as well. Yeah. But did he not? You realise that's a big no-no. That's poor. What, what was that's the quote? Poor. What was the quote? He said something like, um, "In and around that game, there was a few performances in and around our performance." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, who has who has impressed him around the game? <laughs> the linesman. He used it twice in, in, a, in a sentence, I, a paragraph. I, Newcastle was so anonymous that I heard a rumour that when Mata scored his second goal, he was running away going, that still counts, that still counts. <laughs> yeah, the quote, yeah, the quote was, uh, we actually had some decent performances in and around that performance, but United were too good today. United. The United thing's more of a problem than in and around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel you're playing, that's an, that's, an, that's an endemic. It's, it's, almost like, it's almost like if... Um, I don't know, I'll try to put myself in your position. If Portsmouth played someone who also played in blue and got beat and <laughs> the, the manager went and the blue the blues did yeah, I'll be like, yeah. We're the blues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good result for for yeah. the lads. Yeah. What you you no, those lads I mean. Yeah, we're the lads. I think I think somebody came <laughs> out. We're the hashtag <laughs> lads. We're the lads. There's a couple of quotes coming out. This of the is club, our lads venture. Uh, of Newcastle coming out of the club now. Uh, today it was. And uh, one of the one of the quotes said, Pound for pound, we want to be as good as we can be. In, yeah, pound for pound, being you've not spent any money, so <laughs> you're going to be awful, aren't you? I'd argue that you are as good as you can. <laughs> <with the pound laughs> of Does that not mean uh, weight-wise, though, that phrase? <laughs> maybe. Maybe it's something to do with Ben Arthur. Maybe it's a dig. How did, future, mm-hmm. how did future Hall of Famer Luke de Jong get on? <laughs> <laughs> he is a, not a good footballer at the moment. I don't know what his mm. problem is. But it's good, <laughs> encouraging for United. I mean, they got the best away league and, uh, away record in the Premier Which League. Which one? Uh, sorry. <laughs> we know, he said United. I've got no <laughs> He specified. Yeah. Um, and obviously it's good that Hernandez got, got a goal. He hasn't played that often. Yeah. And um, Yanazai, of course, as well. And Mata looks to have found his feet. It's mm. funny well, how... I, I still maintain that they need to move on RV, uh, RVP. Yeah. Well, as we were saying a few weeks ago, um, you, you can't have all of those players in there. And Mata obviously came to life when he just had Hernandez in front of him. Mm. Uh, to, you know, there's only so much space I for those Kagawa players. I thought was good as well. He was excellent, yeah. Mm. yeah they're form has been ridiculous Manchester yeah. United yeah it's the best in the league it's just so weird and you know they've never um, this is a great stat from match of the day they've not used the same starting 11 once mm. in the Premier League wow which is, is incredible it's full of mess Mm. Yeah, Let's go down to the championship, eh, team? Mm. Uh, Leicester City are promoted. Oh, lovely. lovely. Beat Sheffield Wednesday 1-0. Um, and uh, Nigel Pearson is saying that he'll, he's confident they'll have a good squad for the Premier League next season as his squad doesn't have any dead wood or whatever it was um, that he said. And, and, and in the interview, he, he said that uh, one of the biggest jobs when you take over a club is to get rid of the rubbish that is here. <laughs> the players who don't have any value, whether that is financially or value to the team. Ooh. Wow, them's fighting words. Well, yeah. essentially, he's done the business on the pitch, and he can yeah. say what he wants. I mean, they got back spend in the signings. <laughs> but it's, it's great, especially after what happened last year. I guess it's 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 good to see them. Well, I, I like I like that, I like that Nigel Pearson sort of seems to have found his feet as a manager because mm. he's, he's he's dotted around different teams, doesn't he? He's done a few caretaker jobs here and there, in and, and around. Yeah, in and around, in and around football. football. He didn't he didn't do that great um, when he when he's when he's maybe managed elsewhere. Uh, and now he's been been given the chance to find his feet and do and do the business, and he really has done it well. And, and, and Leicester, really, I mean, if you look at, I don't want to turn this into a, into a sort of railing against other teams because it, the glory is Leicester's. But I mean, the, with the squad that QPR have got, Leicester have humbled them. Mm. Yeah, They've they humbled really them. Have. You know, they're, they're not, just with a bit of team spirit. They're and nineteen actual... points ahead of them. Yeah. And 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 you know, so so fair play to Leicester. I think they've done very well. And I'm, I'll be interested to see how they um, how they strengthen in the summer. And they need to tie down the nuge. They, yeah. well, listen, I, I I still think that. Um, some of the players they've got. Look, look at how other teams that are in the Premier League have brought players through strikers. For example, someone like Jay Rodriguez and Ricky Lambert. Yes, mm. and they've they've shown that actually a lot of defences in the Premier League, especially this season, aren't that great. No. Yeah. and you may not get quite the amount of time you get in the Championship. But a lot of these strikers are good players now, good mm. finishers. You know, I think I, 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 as you guys have, have, have uh, laughed about many times in the past, I, I often think that David Nunes got all the tools as a player. Oh, he's a I think he needs a bit of confidence, mm. and if he can start the season well, I think he can score goals from that. I really well, do. Well, think look at when Norwich yeah. came out and you know Grant Holt and mm. absolutely like another great know, example. Like... Yeah, yeah, another great example. Yeah. yeah, I mean there are rumours that people in Nottingham uh, have had all their heating bills slashed because of the fury. For, for the yeah, less have gone up, yeah. they, don't, they don't have to power their house, houses yeah. with gas anymore. They're just that <laughs> pure rage. Pure Is it just the red faces? Emotional magma yeah. <laughs> spewing forth from them. <laughs> well, Forest, of course, they, they lost two one at home to Millwall. I don't understand the Stuart Pearce thing. Yeah. What sort of decision is Stuart Pearce making? <laughs> where he's taken the job in July when he's got a chance to take him over for six or seven games and get them into the Premier League. It seems cowardly, doesn't it? Yeah. Why? Why not just take it? He might have You're some not, stuff on. There must though. be some reason. No, might, might have stuff on. But he originally turned it down, didn't he? So there must be some. 
for a reason. But he doesn't the, get fired. The point being, <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I could be gone by. I could be gone by May. I want to make sure I've got a job over the summer. Yeah, yeah. 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 I want to enjoy the World Cup <laughs> yeah. safely in the yeah. knowledge. Yeah, uh, because I just think that if he, if he, um, no one expects him realistically to get them into the Premier League this season. If he did it, it'd be a legend for all time. He's already a legend there. He's almost got a, a, a get out of jail free card for the rest of the season. Just, it's a strange thing. Maybe he just wants to have a decent, proper preseason and get. Get to grips with the players and stuff, but I mean, he's Stuart Pearce. Is he ever really going to get to grips with the players? <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna, maybe physically, yeah. he's going to get a grips to, with twelve of them at yeah. the same time. Yeah, right. Very oh, much so. Yeah, uh, Millwall. It was fantastic for them. Holloway's confident they can survive. They're two points from from safety in twenty third, but the teams above them have a game or two in hand. Yeah, I've had a few. I've got a good couple of friends who are Millwall fans, and. Um, one of them, Charlie, said to me that um, we des- we deserve relegation. We've been exactly. really poor all season. Mm, they, haven't had, they haven't been great. He said the um, the thing is though, I think a lot of people are content to to, to judge Holloway next season really because he's he's had a lot of you know, the problems. I think Ridhamton lines, the problems that have got there have been there for a while, mm. um, and um, <coughs> it's a bit unfair to judge Holloway on just this this period of time. Mm. And I think they'll look to judge on him next season. But I mean, fingers crossed that they can, for their point of view, they can get out of it because. Um, They've been pretty poor for what I've seen for most of the season, and they're, I think they're well. It's a couple of points in it, but they've got they've played more games, haven't they? I think they've played two games more than a couple of teams down. Yeah, there. yeah. Well, a bit of it, still, though, it's a fabulous win. I mean, I know Forest haven't been in great form, um, but still, it's a side who are in the relegation zone, beating a, a team who had playoff ambitions. Well, away from home as well, yeah, yeah and their own backyard, and, and obviously not Forest, not a diff- not an easy place to go. They've got a lot of fans. That's true. Um, uh, Wigan beat Leeds one nil. Wigan uh, most probably cementing a, a playoff place. They're only three points um, off. Uh, uh, off third, uh, but Leeds United, the, the plot thickens, doesn't it? Uh, they're pretty much in the hands of Massimo Cellino after he successfully appealed against his ban from the Football League and taken over the club. Yeah, we, it looks like we uh, spoke too soon, so praising. Yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> they'll always find a way. You Don't worry about weeks. it. Yeah. You get well, two the, weeks. Well, the yeah. Football League are a little bit annoyed that <laughs> his, uh, his his appeal was successful, but his argument was that because he had um, appealed against his tax conviction. In Italy, which is what the, the Football League... Isn't it in Italian law, if they grant you an appeal, you're considered not guilty? Exactly. Heard, yeah. This is astounding. Isn't yes, it? it is. So, um, And the appeal process could take up to nine months. It will take up to nine months. Yeah, now right. it will. Yeah. Um, and maybe even a bit more. Um, so he has not breached, technically speaking, the Football League's uh, owners and directors test. The other convictions he probably did, but yeah. not that one. Not the most <laughs> recent one. What's the fit and proper persons test written on a napkin by like a work experience? Many kit? years ago, Jim. Back, Many of, years back ago. of a fag packet. It, it, yeah. it seems like it can just be blown down by absolutely anything. Um, the Football League and the FA are really pleased that there's no more uh, market, uh, marketing on fag packets because it gives them more space to put all their plans. <laughs> um, in, in a way, this, it gets me a bit sad, this sort of stuff, because really, I think all of us agree that we would like, if, if we had the choice, I, I think, we would go back to a time where football clubs were community-run and, and mm. were sort of focal points of their community and stuff like that. But in a way, we're all complicit in this. We're all complicit in the way that football clubs have taken and accepted, and football leagues, of course, the Premier League have been a case in point, that have taken Sky's money and other big bits of money, which have completely corrupted it, which means that uh, the knock-on effect for, 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 play, for teams playing players Paying players big wages means that sometimes you get teams like Leeds getting in real trouble, and they have mm. to court these people. They That's have right. to court yeah. these characters That's because right. they can't um, sustain themselves yeah. in any other way. And, and we all still subscribe to Sky, and we all still get involved in it, and we all still partake in football. So yeah. in a way, we're accepting it as well. And it's and of course we have a laugh about it. And it's funny. And all no, stuff, you're absolutely but, but right. It is actually quite sickening. I, mean, I, don't, I don't have a Sky sub- subscription, so. Okay, well, you're, you're exonerated for this particular Thanks. point. But yeah. if they wanted to give us our own show, Jim... Yeah, I'd be... I'm well up for it if you're listening. So. <laughs> no, but you, Who Richard? You, 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 I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I would gladly... <laughs> gladly be unexonerated. No. Um, but you, you are absolutely right, Luke. And, and, and I suppose for, for Leeds United, you know, the players are not getting full wages and whatnot. He's a he's guy that's come along and will sort that out in the short term. But will he, though? How do you know that he's going to... I mean, the conviction he's had mm. in the past... I mean, it seems to, it seems to be that the, the, the Football League have been... No, he'll put money into it, then, the, and it's money that they Where's need. the money come from? Ask no questions and I'll well, tell exactly, and I think what's happening here, it looks to me, speaking... I'm not an expert in this law or anything like that, but someone from the outside, it looks to me that the Football League have been 
done up on a technicality on laws and rules that they themselves wrote. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. This is and, what I mean. Like, it makes it sound like it was written on a fucking napkin. Yeah. But the, but the Football League should have said... up to anything. The Football League should have said, well, it's because of all your previous convictions and the latest one. But they didn't. They thought, oh, we don't want to be nasty, so we'll but just you, say the latest yeah, one. Yeah, but I'm sure there's some kind of to... EU kind of directive that means you can't, um, you know, have, have, stop prevent people from working because... Or, or owning things because... Yeah, and also, yeah, Pete, you know, you, okay. you've got to look at it in a more joined-up way as well and look at the whole thing and think, well, hang on a minute then. Okay, put yourself in this position if you're in the Football League, or the FA, whoever it is making the decisions. You deny Cellino, in this case, the chance to take over the club and make mm. it... And, and, and then Leeds United, who are a massive institution in yeah. Britain, go to the wall. And Leeds United no longer exist. Mm. And it's on your watch. What do you do then? The way, the, the, what I'm trying to get at is yeah. the way football's gone... They've got no choice. Like, mm. no, no one's no one stopped this happening, but and they, now no one can you, stop you watch it. No, they they you watch when the Sheiks pull out of um, British football because it's not cool anymore. You yeah. know, you yeah, watch yeah, what yeah. happens then. How many clubs go? How well, many clubs get? You could argue, in, you know, in Italy, they obviously <laughs> lost a lot of money here, there, and, and everywhere, and mm. and that league took a hit and is still recovering from that. Yeah. But um, but but the football league, to be fair, they did have a choice and they banned him. It was the appeal for, from an independent body, mm. and the football league didn't want that to happen, so they did make a choice. But you can imagine it being a situation The Football League haven't changed their mind on this. No, but you, can, but you can imagine there being a situation where a club is about to go to the wall yeah. and the Football League um, stop a perspective owner coming along for, for that sort of reason and that club goes out of business, oh, yeah. then they're yeah. going to be in trouble and as you well. Got, and you've got to remember, you know, these people command billions and billions of pounds. They're going to have rap sheets, most of them. You know, you know, you know, <laughs> you've, got, you've got a rap sheet anyway and you've got no money. I've got nothing. I ain't yeah. got two shillings to rub two together. Two pianos to rub together. <laughs> Shall I tell you what Brian McDermott said? <laughs> Yeah, his worst day of his life. Um, I'd welcome the stability. I'd welcome be paired. With, <laughs> with a man who has great clout. Um, and he said, the most important thing isn't the position of the manager or any individual player. It's Leeds United going forward. I can work with him. Um, if he doesn't sack me again. Yeah, yeah. Chilina has just sacked his 36th manager in 22 years at Calgary. Well, they got, listen, so, uh, the guys are fucking idiots. Right? There's, no, there's no question about that. And and Brian McDermott seems, for all his faults, he seems like a reasonable guy. <laughs> he's just know. towing the party line there, isn't he? He's just trying to keep in the job. <laughs> he's, 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 so, he's, he's absolutely right, but it's so perverse, like the way that the media works in football and the, and the industry, industry it's in. What choice is McDermott? I know, exactly. exactly yeah. McDermott can't go, oh, crap, I'm probably... Yeah. Probably going to be out of a job soon. It would be brilliant, though, wouldn't it? This guy seems like a nightmare. <laughs> I've <laughs> met him and he is a bell <laughs> On the other hand, McDermott was probably, was probably thinking, well, last time he fired me, I was back in the job on Monday, so it won't, it won't be that bad. <laughs> Maybe he thinks I'm someone else. I could get away with this for ages. He thinks I'm that Just I'll, I'll use a variety of wigs. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, let's go to the football conference. Uh, Luton Town uh, are very close to promotion. Uh, they could be back in the Football League this week. By the time you're listening to this, they've been dominating that league. They uh, they went 13 points clear at the top under, well, under John Steele. You got to look at how, how the job John Steele's done. I mean, he is a, he is the non-league slash lower league genius. He is, isn't he? I mean, he's, he's what been, he did with Dagenham and Redbridge. Absolutely, he's he's um, the father-in-law of a good friend of mine from university, uh-huh. and uh, but he's by all accounts a really top guy, and, and he's done he's done a magnificent job. And I think people, a lot of people, is were surprised at his age. He took on that challenge at mm. Luton because obviously he was at Dagenham Redbridge for a long time. I think he's about sixty-three, sixty-four mm. now. Uh, took on a big project at Luton, and, and obviously Luton really are too big for, for, that's for right, non-league. That's right. So um, it was a lot of pressure on that job, but he, he seems to know that level of football so well. Oh yeah, and um, and you know, good luck to him. Well done to him. So at the bottom of the league, that are high, forty-one games, ten points, yeah, minus seventy goal difference. That's not even relegation form. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so- soccer Saturday are making a big thing of it, aren't they? When when yeah. Hyde actually score, everyone celebrates. Oh, is that right? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, right. Marvelous. Let's go to. But I th- uh, oh, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say that you know John Steele. I just I just think he's done such a good job. Yeah, he has. Yeah. Got him in Redbridge to League One. I, think he, yeah, I was about to say he took him to League One, yeah, which is absolutely incredible. Yeah, really is. Uh, in La Liga, the uh, the top three all won. Um, but the big news was Barcelona have been given a transfer ban by FIFA over illegal signings of under eighteen players. Do any of us have under much faith that this will stand though? Because <laughs> Chelsea had this and they appealed and they mm. they won. Chelsea's one was over Gal Kakuta, wasn't it? But yeah. they, 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 this, they, this they, is a number of players. Yeah. This is about five or six players, maybe even more. The way Chelsea got away with it from memory is that they um, proved that the contract Kakuta had signed at the club he was at wasn't a proper contract and so he couldn't be under contract oh, technically that right? Right. Yeah, and, so, and um, obviously Kakuta he set the world on fire in he since so, so. <laughs> no, my joke, he's only young. Well, what the ban means is they can't sign anyone in the next two transfer windows which is a massive hindrance because mm. they might need PK's dead yeah they need, well they need a centre back and uh, and the goalkeeping situation. I mean, Valdez has yeah. been injured. Great news for Pinto. Yeah, it, is, it really is. <laughs> but I, I, I'm not sure how. I, I haven't read enough around it 
Uh, a couple is, of their signings have gone through. But, yeah, but is Ter Stegen definitely happening then? Because they signed Ter Stegen, the German goalkeeper. Yes. And that was signed and sealed, I think. I think that one's gone through, actually. Okay, right. But still, what is he, 19 or something? He's a young keeper, yeah. Yeah, you, I mean, Barcelona, you can't suddenly think, oh, no, that, well, that's yeah. done and dusted. They've also signed um, Alan Halilovic. Halilovic, yeah, he's gone through. He's He looks uh, like a real prospect, obviously. That's why they've signed him. He's 17 from Croatia. Youngest goal scorer in Croatia's top flight and the country's youngest ever debut. Yeah, he's got about three or four international caps already. Very highly rated. Yeah. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see. If he's he's the part that Spurs were linked heavily with a while back. Oh, yeah. 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 I, like, I, like, I like the rule is that, that young players can sign for a club in another country only if they can prove their move uh, is involved um, yeah. with their parents relocating. Uh-huh. It's due to the parents' job. Yeah. So like you could just say that, oh, my parents moved to Catalonia because they, they, they got a job at Barcelona Football yeah. Club. Yeah. Professional sunbathers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my dad got a cleaning job. Wasn't he MD at some company? And <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he just, yeah, yeah. He wasn't Once good. Wants a quiet life. He needed a step down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny how, because I saw Arsene Wenger pipe up and say, oh, yeah, as far as he understands it, the Barcelona the band was the right decision I mean they can't be doing this sort of thing and didn't, didn't they go poach Fabregas from Barcelona yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not sure if the uh, circumstances were quite the same but just just be quiet on that one eh yeah <laughs> just don't bring it up <laughs> you've got enough problems Arsene yeah, yeah. <laughs> elsewhere in Spain Zinedine Zidane according to uh, Lequipe will take over as Real Madrid manager 2016 wow. what He's currently sporting director at the Bernabeu, um, and he's, he's completed his coaching coaching badges. I think Ancelotti's uh, contract's probably up at that. Uh, at what, that and time. they've already announced that's definitely happening. Well, no, keep claiming this. Right. No one's announced it. But I would what. actually love that. Uh, it, it, it would, would be, be very interesting, wouldn't it? And starting at the very top, last it really? Well, it really yeah. is. But that's that's such a Madrid way to do things, though, isn't it? <laughs> but if there's a man, you'd have Galactic a bit of Galactic manager. It is like they're run by a toddler with unlimited money. Yeah. <laughs> because they are run by a toddler with unlimited money, pretty much. Newcastle United? In a man's suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and before Pete's game, we go to the Bundesliga. Bayern lost. Oh, dear. Yeah, oh, dear. See the team they put out there. Still lost, though, didn't they? they Augsburg beat them 1-0. Well, Augsburg are a decent enough team, but they, they um, um, Bayern Munich rested quite a lot. Yeah, but when players. they were down, they bought on Goethe and all the boys. Yeah, it didn't happen, though, did it? 53 <laughs> league match unbeaten run comes to an end. Oh. Yeah, I mean, listen, all these things have got to come to an end sometimes. Moyes and the boys. Mm. <laughs> oh, well, you never know. Listen, yeah. Matt is in great form. You never know. If he can find those pockets of space against Bayern Munich that he's so easily found against if... Newcastle, <laughs> a strong Newcastle team, <laughs> I think Bayern Munich are in trouble. Well, their away form's good. Manchester United, you can't yeah. deny that. Yeah. Um, wouldn't it be glorious if, well, it's not going to happen, but wouldn't it be amazing if, if Moyes won the Champions League and they finished seventh and at the end of the season he just went, yeah, and he quit. Oh, <laughs> When Chelsea won the Champions League, they were like fifth, weren't they? they yeah, Spurs was down. Spurs was down. The winner of the Europa League, I think, from next season gets into the Champions League, don't they? As well, they do. Yeah, yeah. So big things. Also, yeah. another <laughs> something for yeah. Arsenal. On more, cha- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on more uh, Champions League talk, the Atletico Barcelona game was interesting. It's poised nicely at one. Or Diego, much more well, nine Diego. Well. Got an absolute screamer. That's what happens if you put Pinto in goal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a great strike. It was a good goal. It was yeah. one of the goals of the season, actually. It's a good hit. <laughs> um, but yeah, Diego hasn't. Uh, hasn't rocked Atleti's form so much yet. Maybe because Simeone pushed him into a corner and went right. Yeah, maybe. If you, if you piss around, mate, I am going to fight you in the car park at the end of the season in front <laughs> of all of the fans. I'm going to kill you twice. But boss, you do that. You do that every week. <laughs> I will do it harder. But could, could Atletico actually kind of finish top? I just can't see that. Well, Barcelona have to play Atletico apparently. So yeah, but Atletico got to go to the new camp on the last day of the season. <laughs> Yeah. It that's where it's all going to fall it, apart it and hand Madrid the title, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, no, yeah, that's right, isn't it? That's what's going to happen. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Oh, well. There we are. Uh, Pete's game time. It's Pete's game. It's Pete's game, everyone. What I do every week myself. Thank you, Nick Alcock, for these uh, clues. <laughs> Would I like to Marco Fu? Mm. <laughs> Good, isn't it? Nice. Is it Marco for a snooker player? He is. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Doing this game oh, for ages now. Yeah. yeah. Treasure Noel Hunt? <laughs> Next. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> I can't believe that's not made the cut <laughs> over a snooker player who's not even that good. Five or six of them a season, you're away. Uh, yeah. Win, lose, or lose, Shaw. You came yeah, with three. That's not so bad. Uh, Save think, them! Joking aside, this is probably a time a, a chat we can have after we finish the show this week, but we're really going to have to look at this game next season. <laughs> next right. season? We can do it for two. Yeah. Should have looked at it last season. Yeah, well, I know that now. Do you think I know that now? What the hell if it's going to happen in the live show? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> anyway, far away with your clues. <laughs> uh, I was born 7th of December 1977 in San Rafael, California. 1977? Stop! Stop. Whoa. <laughs> 
God. Eric Winalda. No. Stop. Uh, Landon Donovan. No. Stop. Colby Jones. No. Oh, oh, Colby Jones. Usually in the 60s. Yeah, too. Know, uh, 60s. He, he's not in his 60s. Ten years no. after Summer Love, this guy was born. I was spotted <laughs> playing for the San Francisco United All Blacks and Stop. was offered a contract by a top flight English club. Brian McBride. No. I'm just oh. saying American player. Yes. Brian McBride. Yeah. <laughs> I joined Watford for 1.25 million in 2000. Oh. <laughs> oh, what was this guy's name? Yeah. Jim's got it. Do you know him? Quickly, Pete, more clues. Oh, stop! He's got it. It's the guy with the... It's the guy with the... Ah, with the film! What's his name? (laughs) With the film? Yeah, he had a documentary. Stop. Is it Marcus Hanneman? No, 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 he had a bionic hand. That's very different. Yeah, I thought they were just making a film about that. (laughs) Carry on. I'm off on the pundit on CNBC. Oh, stop! Jay Demerit. No. Oh, my God! (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you're thinking of, Jim? No, no. I won the Worthington Cup in 1999. I won a bronze medal at the 1998 UEFA European Under-21 Championships. I played for Everton in only one game. Wow. Mm. I retired from football age 25, claiming to be bored of the game. Okay, this isn't who I'm thinking of then. I went travelling for a year and I'm now a fund manager in the city of London. How the fuck would we know that? (laughs) (laughs) Go on, tell us. I played 23 times for Tottenham Hotspur. This is shocking. Stop. Clint Dempsey. He's not Clint Dempsey. <laughs> <laughs> better than I'm, really, than I'm I man. played in goal for the Norway national team four times. What? Oh. Oh. Oh, what's he sodding? I know who this is. Stop. Eric Torsved? No. <laughs> Go on. Uh, uh, stop. Uh, uh, Bardson. Es- Espen Bardson. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Thank in. goodness yeah. for that. Damn it. In at the wire. Yeah. Well done, Speller. Well done, Speller. Sorry, everybody. I'm, I'm impressed that anyone got that know, at all. Yeah. I had no idea Espen Bardson was um, was born in the US. And the reason yeah. I went Jay Demerit is because I'm pretty sure Jay Demerit played for Watford. Thank you, Nick Alcock. Well done. Oh, well yeah. done. Um, Luke, what's what's going on in the correspondence? Oh, yeah, correspondence this week is... Let me find it. It is... <laughs> oh, yeah. What's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you at a football match? <laughs> OK. Mm. It's similar to a question we did a while back, but it's actually very subtly different. So thanks to everyone who piped up about that. And those who <laughs> didn't answer the previous one can answer this one. You're wrong. Okay. Um, so, yeah, what have we got here? So, but, oh, sorry, I'm distracted by a man walking past the window. Yeah. Sorry about <laughs> yes, that. I was as well. He, um, will, he will do that. So, yeah, what's, musical the, what's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you at a football match? And oh. first of all, Mike H comes in and says, my dad being there every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A bit harsh. A bit harsh. <laughs> There's one for you, Jimbo. Uh, Reese Locke says, I was stuck in the toilets at the Emirates. I tried to climb out. Hilarity ensued. I blame Wenger for not spending more on adequate toilet toilet. Can you imagine Wenger going, we're not sure if we need him. Yeah. Uh, we, we, got, we, can, we can promote from within yeah. in the toilet situation. Um, Martin says, I got pissed before United Milan semi-final in 2007. Was, Ooh, sick, on right. my, was sick on myself. And then I was called a disgrace to Man United Football Club by the United rep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Chris Phillips. On Twitter. I was 12 years old when I was hitting the head with an inflatable sex doll in the family stand at St Andrews. <laughs> I was sat next to my granddad. <laughs> at 12, that's the sort of thing you might think was your fault as well. Oh, oh God. God. Yeah, imagine that. God. Uh, I mean, I should have left that one for the end, really, because it's really more, 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 more fun than that. Uh, Ian Wone's left foot, though, tries his best by saying, I fell down the stairs at the city ground. It was on TV as well, just to the right of Graham Sinus's Tash. Oh, okay. Um, what else have we got here? This is this is a very strong one um, from Game of Thrones. During an England game, as the fourth official indicated one minute of added time, I shouted, "Why are they taking off David Seaman?" <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, and I actually got one from um, Football Ramble goalkeeper Pav. Oh yeah, big Pav. Pav. I'm going to read it out to you. If that's all right. Big show, Pav. He says he's quite a good goalkeeper, Pav, and he said I played mm. in the third qualifying round of the FA Cup, which is quite a good uh, cup run for us. Mm. We played against Billericay. And they had 300 fans behind my goal. They gave me dog's abuse about being fat, and I started the game pretty well, and I thought I was winning them over. I made a spectacular save from a free kick, and it went for a corner. I nipped into the goal for a sip of water, expecting to have won them over, or at least someone to say good save, because they were all clapping. One bloke shouted, He's got melted cheeseburger in his water bottle, the fat cunt. (laughs) 
literally everyone laughed including most of the players we lost 4-0 in the local paper the next day it said James Pavia surely destined for big things based on this performance I wasn't I just got bigger Um, very good goalkeeper to sum it up I think we'll go oh about 3,000 fans 3,000 Bolton fans singing you're just a ginger Fellaini to me when I used to have an afro harsh words and I bet they cut deep that's from Crispo wow Oh, actually, can I just go one more? Uh, I'm not sure if this is true or not, but I'm going to put it out there anyway yes. because it did make me laugh. Uh, Carl Johnson insists, presumably this is true, he said, I fell asleep at Wolves versus Tranmere in 1998 and wool from my jumper wrapped around a tooth. And as everyone cheered, I jumped up and the wool ripped my tooth out, spraying the guy in front of me with blood. Oh, <laughs> no. So basically, he, sand, so he nodded off and like his tooth got caught in his jumper. That can't happen. I'm just putting it out there. How weak are your teeth? Leave it to the listeners. Awful. Yeah, you need to start brushing with fluoride, Carl yeah. Johnson. Mm. Wow. <laughs> That's all that. Any of you chaps got anything to say? Uh, I haven't thought about it actually I imagine there are many many embarrassing things but I once poured I once accidentally poured a whole bottle of LucasAid down the guy in front of me's back at Ellen's Road but he was actually very nice about it I was embarrassed but he was very nice about it it was an accident you were lucky there weren't you yeah I was yeah uh, right, well, that's it for this week, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to get in touch, the uh, email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at footballramble, and the website is thefootballramble.com. Yeah, more live Barclays Premier League football action from three o'clock this Saturday. It's uh, Sunderland versus Everton. Quite a good match. Oh, I like your that DJ be, voice. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you what, is a big voice. game this weekend is uh, Liverpool-Man City. Oh, what a game. Oh, it's, it's, all be Sunday, Fulham Sunday. Sunday. Mm. it's all about Fulham Norwich. It's all about Fulham Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Jim. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. And bye from me. <laughs> This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and simple to build your own professional website and online shop. For a free trial and 10% off, visit squarespace.com and enter the offer code RAMBLE at the checkout. A better web starts with your website. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.